Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe in Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. He's 54. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923. And enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. And we won't forget about Rick Swan, our host to be named later, but welcome in. Into the show, Perry and the gang with you today. This is uh, Tuesday, April 18th, and show number 242. Uh, this is the Pat Hughes special, because when the Benny's attendance game that the Cubs play, every time Pat makes a guess, it's always a number that you can turn around and it would sound the same. Like last night, he guessed 5,005. So it's the Pat Hughes special today, 242, and uh, we... Don't have quite as much today, but we still have a good amount, don't we, Chris? Oh, yeah, we do. We do. Actually, it's also the Jackie Robinson special. Ironically yes. enough, of course, everybody last Saturday wore number 42 because it was Jackie Robinson Day, April 15th. And so uh, we happened to hit a 42 on the week of Jackie Robinson Day. So that's pretty cool. So good for so, us. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's right. So our and it won't happen again. I'd have to sit there and do quite a lot of math until I figure out when that would happen again when we hit a forty-two. But anyway, so our agenda this week we have a little. We always mention NASCAR and golf. We will do that quickly. Then we'll get into the NBA playoffs. We had the play-in games, and we've started the NBA playoffs. NHL will give you the final standings because the season hadn't ended. We'll do that first. Then we'll tell you about the pairings and what happened last night as the NHL playoffs got underway with four games. Four games tonight. Then baseball, and then the NHL. NFL. So the last, the next week, I can promise you. Uh, well, not so much next week. Two weeks, NFL will not be the at the bottom of the list because we will have had the draft. So we'll we'll be boosting that up again. So NASCAR. It kind of some Lar- strange, Chris. When we get to it in the NHL, yeah. there's kind of some strange TV. Normally, it's either ESPN or Turner. Tonight, there's a mix. One game is on yeah, TBS mix, yeah. and the rest is on ESPN. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll get to that when yeah. we get to, to that. So NASCAR, we have Kyle Larson won the. Uh, the uh, no no co four hundred I guess it's called and uh, Joey Logano was second and Martin Truex was junior was third and uh, it was at Martinsville Speedway in Virginia so there you go and in golf Matthew Fitzpatrick won the uh, Heritage Classic and he won in a three uh, hole playoff against Jordan Spieth so that's uh, what happened in in golf and of course fewer of the big names were in that tournament because the Masters is just over. That's one thing about NASCAR. Everybody pretty much races every week unless you've got an injury or something. Uh, whereas in golf, they come and go a little bit more. But I guess they're, they're now having fines and so forth if you don't play in so many tournaments. So uh, That you know, also they... reminds me, Chris, Chase Elliott did return and race on Sunday. So I'm not sure how he finished, but he did return from his Good. broken leg. 
Okay. So the NBA got its play-in and playoffs getting started. And, of course, the play-in was just about to start last week when we were here. So Atlanta beat Miami, first of all. So that put them in the seventh seed to play the Celtics. Then on Wednesday in the East, Chicago beat Toronto. That was an elimination game, so that was it for the Raptors. So that meant Chicago then uh, went to play Miami for the eighth spot, and Miami beat Chicago on Friday. So that meant that Miami went in to play the Bucks uh, into that series, and Atlanta, as I say, into the Celtics series in the West. On Tuesday, the Lakers beat Minnesota for the seventh spot in overtime, and that was a game that Minnesota kind of blew it. They had the Minnesota yeah. blew that game. Minnesota blew that game. Yeah, that did. is one. That's one of those games. You know. When you hear people talk about could have won or should have won, Minnesota absolutely should yeah. have won that game. Yeah, so no doubt about that it. Meant, but that hey, meant but you know Lakers. what? For kudos to the Lakers, they, the Lakers did what they had to do. Yeah. And that, that actually is we'll be talking about it in a minute because we're going to go through what the pairings are and uh, what's happened so far. But that put the Lakers in a good spot actually. Uh, things have been coming yeah. up roses for them in the last month or so because now they're going to be pay, playing Memphis is a little under manned anyway. So then uh, in uh, then also on Wednesday, Oklahoma City beat. Uh, in the 9-10 game, uh, beat uh, Milwaukee here. They didn't beat Milwaukee. Who the heck did <laughs> the they Pelican. beat? New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. That's, everybody mixes up New Orleans and Milwaukee. I don't know why. You know, <laughs> why would I? So anyway. Apparently, so yeah, so and that, apparently uh, the New Orleans fans do too because nobody cares about the Pelicans. Apparently. That's right. So that's Pierre. According to Pierre, but, yes. Yep. So Oklahoma City beat them and knocked them out. So on Friday, uh, Minnesota beat Oklahoma City. They killed them pretty, pretty good. So they then got into and that you, series against Denver. And, so, and uh, you know, hold on. Before, go ahead. You know what's weird though? This is in the first two years of the play-in game. You never had a ten seed win. That's right. This year you, you had, had two, two, two in the same you night. Two. You yep. still have, you still have not had a not, you know, one of the lower seeds advance to one of the top. Uh, get play-ins yet, but no, you, no, yeah, so seven, yeah. you know, seven or eight. You know, they flip-flopped, but uh, yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, they did advance. So in the in the first game, just trying to go through it uh, conference by conference and then through the bracket. Miami beat Milwaukee, and uh, Giannis uh, left that game. And uh, Jimmy Butler had a great game. Giannis left that game with a lower back issue, but he's supposed to play in the next game, as far as we right. know. Yeah, the, the yeah. box. I was listening to the box. Uh, broadcast in that game which i mean obviously you would for miami or milwaukee but nonetheless uh, he said milwaukee just looked flat yeah yeah they they it didn't sound too good uh the knicks went in and beat cleveland and uh, so that puts them up one game to none they're going to play tonight we'll talk about the schedule in a minute but um they're they're um, up on that series uh, the Celtics beat Atlanta by 13. They were up by 32 early in the second half and kind of coasted to the victory so you know some people were People are, are just concerned about both the Bruins and Celtics. You know, if there's any sign of weakness because they had good regular seasons, they're, they're looking at it here. But the uh, Celtics in good shape, and they're going to play uh, tonight. And then we've already had two games in the Philadelphia-Brooklyn series, and Philadelphia has won them both. They won, like, by about 20 on Saturday and about, I don't know, 12 or something last night. But the Nets played a lot better um, last night and led for a good part of the game. But I still think it's probably going to be either a four- or five-game series. I think Philadelphia is going to move on. In the West, we had Denver all over Minnesota. And, you know, Minnesota had to, you know, kind of arduous. They had that playoff right. running around. They were in uh, L.A. for the play, the uh, overtime game. Then they had to go back to Minnesota, oh. then back to Denver. And not that that's nor- not a normal NBA kind of schedule, but when you're playing a playoff team who's been sitting there for a week, now, again, it, it can affect you differently because look at Milwaukee. They weren't sharp, and they were sitting around for a week. But uh, Denver oh. killed Minnesota on uh, Sunday night. And, then, and I suspect uh, I suspect that'll be a four to five game series. Yeah, I think it will. I think it's a sweep. 
One yeah. one that's going to be tough, I think, is the Clippers because they beat Phoenix, and that was a good game. I listened to a it lot was. of that game with with yeah. uh, uh, Noah uh, Eagle, and uh, that that was a very good game, back and forth. And uh, you know, uh, Ka- Kawhi Leonard played very well. So we'll have to see. You know, Phoenix has more more of the big stars, and of course, Paul George is not back, but we'll see what happens on that one. So they've now taken the lead. Clippers one game to none. Uh, the Lakers beat Memphis, and and John John ja Morant did not. Uh, finished the game. I think he had a wrist injury, and we're, we have not heard yet what his status is. They're not playing till tomorrow, I, I guess. No notification all day and all of a sudden. Okay, and Pierre is uh, living his life off in the distance there. And then uh, and, and, we and had... in that game, in that Go Memphis ahead. game, uh, Chris, uh, their announcer Eric Hasseltine, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. not impressed with them. He said uh, towards the end of the game, no. he said, he said, boy, he said it just looked like they quit, and he said that is not a good look. No, I think they quit. Right. Yeah, they did quit. And, of course, they're missing the Adams, their center, too. So that's right. what I mean. The Lakers are in a good spot. They've gotten a good draw. So we'll see if they can take advantage and, and of he, it. And, so he said, and he said, you know what, credit the Lakers. But he said, you should not just let a team run back and forth the last minute of the game and just, you know, do that. He said, that is no, like, terrible. No. Yeah, they were. It was, a, it was a, you know, garbage time. And they really, <laughs> Memphis looked like garbage during garbage time. And Sacramento beat Golden State. They, they won uh, two in a row and a real two good game on Friday night. And then uh, not Saturday. so good. Uh, Robert Saturday, Saturday night, yes, yeah. and not so good last night to Robert. What are your thoughts? Is uh, actually, actually, Chris, it, it wasn't a bad game last night. Uh, no, it wasn't no. a bad game. No, I, I was talking from the Warriors' point of view, apparently. right? But just as, as a as a series, it's been two pretty good. No, that's right. Yes. No, that's right. I mean, there was the ugly incident last night. Where there was. The go, ahead, go ahead. Went, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Robert. Tell us. Uh, yeah. Well, Draymond Green uh, proved to be the typical knucklehead that he is. Uh, he ended up, uh, uh, I guess the bonus grabbed a hold of his ankle, and then yeah. he, he proceeded to step all over him and made a complete idiot out of himself. Uh, I don't support anything that Draymond Green does. I, I don't like him on my team, but uh, I would probably feel differently if uh, he hurt one of my guys if he's somewhere else. But. Uh, gee, I don't. I, I don't tolerate a lot of what he does. You know, the uh, Bill and I were saying before the show started, though he must have. He must have something must have happened between college and the pros because when he was at Michigan State, he didn't behave like this. But yeah. but then also, I would also tell you, Tom Izzo wouldn't put up with someone behaving and, like this. And wasn't Draymond Green the one that broke uh, Kawhi Leonard's foot in the Spurs game? Hey, that is correct. He did. Yeah, yeah, and um, ended his, ended his career with San Antonio, basically. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, and you know this 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 is the first time since Steph Curry has been a Warrior and since Steve Kerr has been a head coach that they they're o two in a series. They've right. Well, and in. they were saying too today on uh, Chris Russo's show before I came before we came in. Um, they're putting two different guys on Steph Curry, so the chances are they're he's probably tired at the end of these yeah. games, and yeah. that's certainly helping the Kings. And he's getting well, older, you know. Mike he's Brown, he is getting older. That's right. And Mike Brown was on the Warriors staff for the last six years, so he knows every single weakness that all these guys have. He knows mm-hmm. the weaknesses yep. of Steph Curry. He knows the weaknesses of Clay Thompson. He knows the weaknesses of Draymond Green, and so on and so forth. And he's coached his team well enough. Hey, here are all their weaknesses. Here's what you can do. Um, you know, I thought because of Sacramento's inexperience in the playoffs that the Warriors would have an advantage. But with Mike Brown on their sidelines, it's made a complete difference. Uh, Sacramento uh, may very well walk away with this series and do it rather easily the way it looks. I okay. still think it. I still think it's going to go a little ways because. 
because I think I would suspect Golden State will win. I would think they would win their home games. I, I at least think, one at home. I, I, would, I would think so, Perry. But with the way the Warriors have looked the first two games, I really don't know. You know? That's right. it. You know, if you go with series, though, that series and the Clippers Phoenix series so far have been the two to watch. Cleveland and yeah, the next two. Hey, Cleveland, Cleveland and the next two, yeah. Cleveland and the next two. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we have NBA notes. Uh, Joel Embiid won the back-to-back scoring title, and Allen Iverson did that when he was with the Sixers, and so did Will Chamberlain. Yep. And so there was an online debate about what the scoring title should constitute. Now, we found last year, we talked about it, the average per game. Now, remember, from now on, after the new agreement, you're going to have to play 65 games. It's yeah. average per game, uh, but Embiid was high in that regard, so he mm-hmm wins the official title, whereas Jason Tatum got the most points during the year, you know, scored the most points, so there you go, and Giannis scored the most points per minute, (laughs) so if you want to break it down, there's three ways to look at it, you know, and and I'm not saying you change it, I'm just saying that's kind of of cool that that three different people had those titles all from Mm -hmm. the East, so, uh, you know, so people were debating that back and forth. Uh, the uh, playoffs uh, uh, were made by the Lakers coming in in the playoffs. So that means for the first time since there have been four teams in California, all four NBA teams were made the playoffs. Right. So uh, this first time this ever happened. So uh, and uh, we've had four teams there since the 1985-86 when Sacramento moved in. Right. Um, okay. And there's always been a, a California team in one or the other or, you know, Clippers or Somebody has always yeah. been in the playoffs uh, from since the time the Lakers came in sixty sixty one. So no, Cal- it's never been a year without a California team in the NBA playoffs. Right. Uh, Chicago and Oklahoma City, as you said, were the first tenth place teams to win their their play in games and at least move on to the next round. Dallas was fined seven hundred fifty thousand for holding holding out the players on that game on March thirty first. But they are keeping the draft choice. I guess they figured that maybe they looked at it as you know maybe they'll get stuck with a with a white elephant anyway. So what the heck, let them keep it. But they yeah. did get and and you know you you can always get rid of a draft choice, but uh, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars that will get people's well, attention. So and what you know. they wouldn't have been fined a big part of it. Jason Kidd basically right. outed it and said, "Oh, this is if he had kept his mouth shut, mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have been a big issue." But that's where it came to light because Jason Kidd. But the Jason Kidd, he, the the diff, the problem though with Jason Kidd and and the front office, Jason Kidd is is as a player, your your program to win, not to tank. Yeah. Well, Jason Kidd as a head coach has always been kind of a loose cannon. He's done a few things over his time that were pretty unorthodox. Yeah. Yeah. He he, he has, but in this case, I would I don't blame him. I mean, when you're, yeah. I mean, like when I was in athletics, when am I supposed to go? I, well, my record's this, but I want it to be well, this. So I'm supposed to go out well, on the wrestling mat and take. Remember, remember, Lovey Smith was fired because he won that game. That's last, right. That's, that's right. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, so but that's that, that's why athletes and and coaches do they're they're trained not to. Well, do that. when you become a coach, the difference is, and you got to change your hat. You become part of management, and right. you're not mm-hmm. you're no longer a player. I get it. I understand. But you know, unless you, what's good for the organization? Does he, you know, I mean, what what, what is the actual mm-hmm. point of your job? And what's good for the organization? Unless they're going to turn around and fire you, uh, you know, oh, you lost that extra game. 
and they weren't going to, they aren't going to do that to him. So, you know, it was just, nope. uh, he, I, I think he, you know, speaks and then thinks about it later is what well, he Well, Mark Cuban do. is an interesting yeah. owner to work for anyway, yeah. so I would have, you know, I would have Well, the NBA, pro- the NBA probably enjoyed finding him because they love to find him. And Dow, yeah. not yes, only that, but Dallas, they're, they're so mad, you know, here they make a trade, they're in fourth or fifth place when they make it. They say, all right, we're now going to challenge, you know, uh, Phoenix and, and uh, we're going to challenge uh, Denver and we're, we've got these guys and, and then they don't make the playoffs. So yeah. uh, it was, it's not a happy place to be in uh, Dallas Maverick land right now. No. Sacramento won, of course, Saturday night and they hadn't won in uh, after uh, 16 years, 350 days. And the longest one before that was uh, 16 years, 351 days between 88 and 2005 when the Wizards hadn't won a playoff game. And, uh, and now you can double that. They've won two games now. Yeah. They have. Yeah. They're on a roll. And the Lakers have won the last 24 series when winning game one of the series. I can remember when they didn't, like 1984 here. But uh, anyway, so when uh, when they've won, the, so in a best of seven series, when they've won game one, they've won 24 in a row, which is a league record. And the Warriors, uh, and the Warriors have a streak, Chris, and uh, they weren't able to, to continue it in this series so far. But they've won 27 consecutive playoff series, at least one game on the road. Okay, well, they still have a chance to do that. That's that's the NBA record, by the way. Okay. And LeBron has played in 267 playoff games, and that's a record for him. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Most of all time for playoff games. So. Yep. That's the notes on the NBA. Any more NBA well, before we? You know, one more, th- one more, th- one more thing before we, d- okay. before we Hold get on. to Sean here, real quick. Um, we had talked in baseball last week, you know, about Jason Benetti not doing his Peacock games, but Fox apparently now is allowing Gus Johnson to do NBA. Now, wouldn't you think if you're probably not going to allow one, shouldn't you not, not well, allow any? Okay, here's the thing on that. Gus Johnson is doing NBA for a local team. No, actually, no, he's on uh, TNT. Actually, he's oh, he on, on, oh, he was on TNT. He was okay, on, I thought he that did was Denver. On. He did the he did the Denver. Okay, Minnesota that's game right. The okay, so I, I, I'm just saying, if you're not going yeah. to allow one, you yeah. probably shouldn't allow any. Well, and Kenny, Al- and Kenny Albert does, grandfathered in from before. And Kenny Albert does hockey, hockey. for TNT, and he does right. baseball and football for Fox. So I mean, that maybe it's just something well, I don't maybe know. They like, maybe they like TNT better than maybe they like TNT better than yeah. Peacock. I, I don't know, maybe. But what <laughs> I, I was going to say is also. Also, the awards, you know, NBA's awards all trickle out like one at a time. You don't get them all at once. But Jaron Jackson Jr. was named today uh, Defensive Player of the Year of the Memphis Grizzlies. So, yeah. Okay. And he had a really good offensive game the other day. So there you yeah, go. He did. yeah, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah. Okay. So any more NBA before we go to hockey? Nope. Okay. Let's go to hockey. So, Never mind if Pierre's now. All right. Wake up. Uh, 10 minutes, Pierre. 10, 15. We'll be good, good you to should, go. You know what, though? I would ordinarily agree with Sean and Pierre, but these are the playoffs. You, you should watch the playoffs because, boy, we had some good stuff last night. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here are the final standings. So everybody knows where their teams And every division, it turns out, the top four teams made the division. It isn't always that way. It's playoffs. I mean, sometimes it's five in one and three in the other. But every time, so you hear the top four, they're, in, they're your playoff team. And in the East, everybody's staying in their division. In the West, they're flip-flopping. So, okay. So the Bruins uh, ended up with 135 points. And, of course, it's two points for a win, and uh, whether it be regulation or overtime win, and one point for an overtime loss or 
or uh, you know, a shootout loss. So 135, their actual record, one of the all-time best regular seasons of any team in any sport, 65-12-5. So that's 135 points. Toronto second, 111. Tampa Bay, 98. This is the Atlantic Division. Florida, 92. Then the teams that did not make the playoffs, Buffalo, 91. And they actually were eliminated two or three days before that. It wasn't the, didn't come down to the wire because they lost a game and then they got a win near the end. So they you know made it a little bit closer there. Ottawa, 86. Detroit, 80. Montreal, 68. It's always nice to have Montreal in that place. I, I like that. Metropolitan, they like the Yankees around here. Nobody wants Montreal to win. Metropolitan Division, we had Carolina, 113. New Jersey, 112. The Rangers, 17. The Islanders, 93. Teams not making the playoffs. Pittsburgh, 91. We'll hear more about the Penguins in a little while in our news and notes section. Washington, 80. Philadelphia, 75. Columbus, 59. In the Central Division, we have Colorado with 109. Dallas 108, Minnesota 103, Winnipeg 95. Your team's not making the playoffs. Nashville 92, St. Louis 81, Arizona 70, Chicago 59. In the Pacific, Vegas wins it with 111, Edmonton 109, the Kings at 104, and Seattle, the first uh, second-year team making the playoffs at 100. Those not making it, Calgary 93, Vancouver 83, San Jose 60, and Anaheim 58. So the lineup for the, the way the series line up in the East, uh, and again, all everybody staying in their division in the Atlantic Division series. It's going to be uh, Florida ho- being hosted by the Bruins, and of course, we'll have a result in a couple of minutes for some of the Florida being hosted by the Bruins. Tampa Bay at Toronto, though it going tonight. The Islanders at Carolina in the other. Uh, obviously, uh, they're staying in their division too, uh, Metro Division. Islanders at Carolina, and the Rangers are at New Jersey. In the West, we have a flip flop because what happens is if you are the uh, the top wild card, you play the second highest uh, you know finisher uh, for first place. But if you're the low wild card, you play number one. And Vegas was number one, so Winnipeg is playing Las Vegas. So they do cross over into the Pacific Division. Then we have the uh, Kings and Edmonton playing each other. Then Seattle and Colorado, and that's another crossover, of course. And then Minnesota and Dallas. So then, so what we have for tonight's games? I'll just read you that because it's easier to get out right now. The Rangers are at New Jersey at 7 p.m. And that's on Tampa, TBS. TBS. Tampa Bay at Toronto at 7:30. That's ESPN with Sean McDonough. Okay, coming up from uh, the Bruins game last night. Winnipeg at Vegas at 9.30. ESPN 2. Okay, and Seattle at Colorado is ten o'clock. On ESPN. Yep. Okay. So the uh, what we've had so far, we had four games last night. Carolina beat the Islanders two to one, and that was a game that I thought uh, Carolina really dominated. I, I think it was more. I don't know if anybody got to to listen to that or whatever, but just a lot of good saves by the uh, the uh, Islanders goalie, keeping them in the game, and uh, they were they really dominated the game as they did against the Bruins at home last year. They did the same thing to the Bruins, so. Well, it was the, the playoffs are when you find out if you've got a good goalie or not, because that's when they really show up. Yeah, and uh, Soroka, the Islander goalie, is a good goalie. That's for sure. Kept them yep. in the game. Bruins won it three to one over Florida. Take a one nothing. These are all, of course, the first game, so these are one nothing leads. The Bruins won it. Took them about half a game to get their feet under them. Uh, Florida was uh, there weren't great chances, but they were out shooting them by quite a bit. What did you think of the game, Rick? Yeah, it's, I mean, I I didn't think the Bruins played well until the third period. They uh. 
uh, they, the, that second goal by Marshawn was a real gift, and and even the third goal, it was it wasn't a gift, but but there was a lot, just a lot of squirming around the net until they finally got it loose and, and put it in. Well, uh, Rick, I, I don't think Florida's goaltending is very good. I think Boston. No, you know. but they are very I don't, good. At, Florida's a very good forechecking team, and and, and they yeah. had the Bruins pinned in their zone quite a bit last night. Oh, but the yeah. Bruins figured it out. They seemed to about the middle of the game. They seemed to figure it out and get get out of their zone better than they were. So I don't know whether they're going to make a goal. You know, and, and Lyon was pretty good. I mean, he played, you know, he played some good chances, but I don't even remember him. Who's their normal goalie, uh, Robert? Uh, or Rick? It, it, uh, uh, what's his name? Bobrovsky? Yeah. Bobrovsky. Yeah. 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 So whether this is a temporary situation, I don't know. So, well, but anyway. He had been hurt at the end of the season, and this Lyon played like their last. You know, pretty much got them into the playoffs. You went six one and one in the last eight okay. games. Yeah, but now well, I, you know, Borowski is healthy, so I I would expect to see then go back to him in the game too. Yeah, yeah, I well, would we'll, too. We'll see what happens. You know, sometimes the hot goalie is the way to go. That's what Ken Dryden was. He wasn't the regular yeah. goalie until the very end of that season in seventy one. So right. I know. It'll be interesting I, to see what the Bruins do about the you know what because almost all year they they went back and forth between Omak and Henry I know Swayman. they just don't. Yes, and they used to do that. Remember the old Bruins did yeah. that with Cheevers and Johnson, but then we. Get to the playoffs, you never saw Johnson hardly at all. So, yeah, no, but no. I don't know if you know, and I don't know if Omar is a hundred percent. Some yeah. people saying he just doesn't. He's not moving across the net as, as fast as he was, and you know, he did. He did leave the last game of the regular season there yep. after two periods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Rick, I think against Florida, I think you can get away with. Um, yeah, not a healthy goaltender. <laughs> well, that's good. Give so, him, you know, maybe play him in game two. You know, swing him in game two when he gives Omar some more rest. Yeah, so Friday, or so, and then in the West. We had two overtime games, which is one more than we had all of last year. So we've already uh, set that record. Minnesota, and they're both road wins. So the home team's won in the East, and the road team's won in the West. Minnesota beat Dallas 3-2, to two, and that was uh, about after about nine minutes of overtime. No, no, that was, it was nine minutes of oh, the second overtime. Oh, that was double overtime. overtime. Oh, no, that you're right. Was, yeah. Yeah. Double yeah. overtime for that one. And the Kings beat the uh, Oilers 4-3. to three. That was in overtime. Robert, did yeah, you yeah. watch? They were late. And actually, Rick might have even stayed up. What did you guys uh, yeah, uh, think of those games? I, I, I didn't I watched the third, the third period and both overtimes of the Minnesota-Dallas game, but they kept breaking into the their coverage so you could see what was going on with the Kings and Edmonton also. So Okay. You know. All right. So, uh, and I, th- some... I think, though, that Minnesota-Dallas series, that could go. that's going to go quite a ways, I think. I think it well, was. unfortunately, Dallas lost one of their important players last night. I they don't did. know how long. But, you know, if you listen, and uh, both the – I was listening on the, on the radio feeds, and the Wild announcers and the Dallas announcers said – that Dallas pretty much dominated both those overtimes. Minnesota looked really tired, but they yes, got a they break did. in that second overtime. Yes, they did. Uh, but Joe Papelski being out for Dallas, that's, that's going to hurt the Stars. He's one of their better players. He got blown up. Ooh. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. That's too bad. Okay, NHL notes. Uh, the NHL uh, were playing in Melbourne, Australia, in uh, 23rd and 24th of um, September, the first time in the Southern Hemisphere, preseason Arizona and Los Angeles. So that will be something. Uh, right. That will be in Rod Labor Arena where they play the Australian Open. Yeah. Uh, first NHL action in the Southern Hemisphere, as I said. Pittsburgh had the longest active streak of playoffs of 16 years in a row, and, uh, and uh, that ended this year. The, the Dodgers now have the longest with 10 years in a row, and the longest ever with the Bruins with 29 years in a row from 68 through 96. And uh, by the way, the last time they, uh, the only time they ever played Florida was when they ended that streak, being knocked out in '96. And then uh, Chicago had the second Blackhawks with 28 in a row, 19, 1970 through 1998. 
Chicago will not uh, re-sign uh, Jonathan Taves, so they had an honor uh, night to honor him uh, at the last regular season home game. So that was good. And he's Robert. Is he the last one that was with those uh, good teams in the early part of the uh, that. Is, that is correct. He's the last person there. standing from that. Those yeah. Teams. Okay. Uh, him, and, him and Patrick Kane are the only ones still playing from those teams, I believe. Yeah. And he was with the team since '07, and he's 35 years old. Yep. And I know they tried to trade him during the uh, the. Uh, no, you know, they, the, uh, they traded Kane, but they couldn't trade Taves because he was hurt most of the year. Oh, I see. Or they this would have, the... or they would have liked to have traded him. Now this is interesting. This is the first time all five New York Metro teams are in the playoffs. In other words, the three hockey team teams, the Islanders, Rangers, and and Devils, and the Knicks and the Nets are all in the playoffs since 1994. And 1994 was an interesting year for them because the Knicks and Rangers both went to the final. And, of course, the Rangers won it, and the Knicks uh, went to the seventh game. So that's pretty good. And, now, the uh, old traditionalists, Chris, what? will tell you, the old traditionalists will tell you that the Nets are not a New York team. They're New Jersey Nets. So that's what <laughs> well, the old traditionalists will tell you. They're now in Brooklyn. Well, they're in Brooklyn. They're now in Brooklyn. There they are. And now they're I still that, think most Jersey. people can connect them to New Jersey, yeah. though. Sam. Well, no, but the thing is, the northern part of New Jersey is considered, when you have, have a special about stuff, it's Fairfield County, New York, and the northern counties of New Jersey, and the Nets played in, in, right there. So they were yeah. in a metropolitan yeah. yeah. For, yeah. for us in the East, we know that that's the New York. The tri-state area. Tri-state area. Tri-state yeah. area, which is uh, Fairfield County, Connecticut, New York, and northern Jersey. So there you go. Yeah. And uh, no Detroit team since 2019. On the other hand, the last time in, the Pistons got swept by the Bucks. So we don't see Detroit in the playoffs very often anymore. Nope. Uh, Pittsburgh fired their front office people, uh, Brian Burke and uh, Ron Hextall. And uh, apparently they're keeping Mike Sullivan, who, of course, has won a couple of cups. And this is uh, like what John Henry and his organization did with, you know, with the Red Sox uh, when they definitely were saying that Heimblum had no choice to br- but to bring back Cora uh, after he came in in 19, uh, 2019. But, of course, then Cora was suspended and nothing to do with that. But <coughs> so they're, I, they're going to build their thing around Mike Sullivan. So we'll see how that goes. And from what I'm hearing, Chris, Mike Sullivan will have say so on who, who – uh, who gets the front office positions. Uh-huh, okay. And uh, he's a guy from BU, and uh, so I think they feel a little familiar with him. Anaheim not bringing back uh, Dallas, Dallas Aikens as their coach. And Washington fire, fired Peter, Peter Laviolette after yep. three years. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently what they're saying is they want kind of a younger coach, a coach can kind of do what the Bruins did, <clears throat> a coach who can relate to the younger players better. That's what they're kind of well, saying. Well, uh, you, you might, if that's the case, uh, Chris, you might see Dallas Aikens wind up in D.C. because he is a younger coach, and that's why I was surprised that Anaheim let him go because the Ducks are full of younger players. So, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Brad, Mar- uh, Brad Larson was fired by the Columbus Blue Jackets after two years. And they were one of the uh, worst teams in the league. And Brad, uh, true, true living, I think this is his name, is true the uh, Cal- true, true. Uh, he's the uh, Calgary uh, general manager. No longer, he was yep. let go. So there you go. And, uh, and he- Daryl Sutter is the coach, and he used to be the GM there. He's very close to the ownership, so he will have say so on who takes that job. As well. Uh huh. Okay. And uh, so that is it for the NHL stuff. Yep. Uh, and. Um, it's going to tie yeah. hockey and baseball, base, hockey, baseball, all of it together because you brought up the TBS thing. 
that from what I understand, it's a way that Turner basically Turner's going to have a monopoly on on New York tonight because you got the two New York the Metro teams playing in hockey. You got New York and Cleveland over in TNT, and then you got Mets Dodgers as their TBS baseball game, and that right. is why I think they might have worked out. To, and they have some split occasionally because ESPN will get some extra games that TBS maybe can't do on a weekend or something and TNT can't do. so. But they strategically planned it that way so the Turner family and networks can have a majority of the New York fan base, except the Yankee okay. fans. Yeah. Okay. But, um, let's see. And I am trying to figure out. Well, anyway, we'll deal with that. We're going to have to wing it on the NFL because I guess I didn't bring those sheets up here, and I thought I had. Anyway, we got baseball. Well, while you're, while you're looking for your baseball stuff, Chris, real quick, yep. the uh, Tigers beat the Guardians. I about did it again. Four to three yeah. in the first <laughs> game, and the second game is just underway. And the White Sox and the Phillies in Chicago, that first game is just underway. Okay. So Ian Happ signed a, a contract with the Cubs three years for a $61 million extension. So he'll be with the Cubs for a while through the 2026 season. Uh, well, Salt Lake City probably left some money on the table, according to most people. They thought if he'd have hit free agency, he maybe could have gotten a bigger deal than that. But he loves, he loves playing for the Cubs. Okay. Salt Lake City is apparently interested in getting a major league team. I had not heard them mentioned before. But they were like they do well with the AAA. They do yeah. well with the AAA. And apparently, the Miller family, who who used to own the Utah Jazz, are behind this. And right. they, if they're if Salt Lake ever gets a team, they would be the uh, they would be the prospective owners. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dale Murphy is involved with them uh, to try to get them, you know, uh, some credibility and so forth. Yeah. Right. And of course, they're competing with Nashville and uh, Portland and Montreal and Las Vegas. But yep. of course, Vegas is trying to get the A's and Charlotte. Yep. And, uh, and what the San Antonio Austin area. They will not expand until they get the whole thing straightened with the A's and the Rays, figure out what's Correct. going to happen with them, either get the A's yeah. to Las Vegas or get the uh, Rays uh, a new stadium or something. Uh, okay, and then we had, uh, 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 you know, a, a situation in, uh, in Oakland that we were talking about off the air about a possum. And apparently there was a possum in the uh, Mets TV booth, the visiting TV booth, when they went to get ready to do the game, who had uh, left gifts and so forth. Yes. So they didn't want to be in that booth. So they ended up going to another booth, and uh, Gary Cohen and all those guys had to look around poles in order to see the game. Right. So Gary Cohen and Ron Darling were the two broadcasters. Ron Darling. So uh, that was – Yeah, right. That's right. Uh, so that was uh, – it's it, you know, it's funny because – it was really dumb last week on the Red Sox pregame show. Um, uh, I forget who asked uh, Lou Merloni if that was the Tampa Bay was the worst stadium he'd ever been in. Of course, he hasn't been to Oakland since it's fallen apart. So I think if he goes to Oakland this year, he'll find out that that's really the the worst one. Uh, uh, let's see. And apparently, the the uh, group in uh, there's two point seven million area in the Wasatch Front area they call it from Ogden to Provo. So there's quite a number, and yeah. that's more people than San Diego, Kansas City, Cincinnati, or Milwaukee. So there they, you go. And they they support the Jazz and their soccer teams. So you know the MLS team. So they you know my uncle lives out there, and they've kind of wanted uh, the fans have kind of wanted a team for a while, but they didn't have they didn't really have an ownership group that was interested. But the Miller family, like Robert said, they're really you know like it may be time you know, to get one. I do, mm-hmm. I don't know though that you're going to see. Yeah. Um, a team in Salt Lake and Las Vegas. It's going to be one or the other, probably. Are they yeah, really close yeah. to each other? 
<laughs> they're not that. They're not that close. They're not that close. But I don't think baseball would want. You're going to put two west. Yeah. Well, okay. What they may here's what may happen if the if I almost said the Raiders if the A's move to Vegas, you may see a team like Salt Lake and Nashville get the expansions one for sort of east, central, southeast, you know, and then we'll for kind of the mountain area. You may see something like that to kind of well, even it out a little bit. From what I'm hearing, Sean, if there is two teams and they go to 32, after the A's move to Vegas and Tampa gets their situation resolved, Montreal is going to be included because they, they want a team back in Montreal. So. Yeah, and Nashville's been pushing for a while, so it's probably going to come down to Montreal, Nashville, and now, you know, depending on Salt Lake, if they're, yeah, how they are, and then the others are all just kind of... What a, what, now, San Antonio is, is still in there, too. I, well, I've, okay, you know. basically what it is, got San Antonio or Austin, and there's talk of, like, if it's in Austin, it would go kind of south to kind of go to the San Antonio area, because San Antonio wants it for themselves. They don't want Austin to get it. Austin doesn't want to get San Antonio, but Austin knows that if they would have built the team, they would put it somewhere south to market it to the San Antonio fans, but San Antonio's like, no, we want it to be our team. Austin took our soccer team that we would have gotten <laughs> and all that, so it's kind of a battle. Because remember, San <laughs> so it's Antonio a, and so Austin it's a rivalry, are, basically. Yeah, right. they're two different media markets. It's not like Dallas-Fort Worth right. where it's the same market. Yeah. Right. And, of course, so. we do have teams that are close to And then the other thing they can do, if the A's are moved to Las Vegas, they can put the Salt Lake City team, if they get one, in the National League. So that's what they would do in that well, regard as well. Well, I would, even, I would put it in the American League because that would make a four-team Western division of Salt Lake City, Las Vegas, Seattle, well, and the, the Angels. This will be a whole thing. Do with the if Rangers, they go to 32 then. teams, if they go to 32 teams, being the Okay. Before we get before we get to that, if they go to 32 teams, there is going to be a move afoot, and I promise you there will to just make them geographical and not do yeah. leagues. You might see like a Mets, Yankees, Red Sox, Phillies division or something like that. Now you may see an American League East with Toronto, the Red Sox, New York, mm -hmm. and, and Baltimore too. Those would be the alternatives you'd have where you'd say, are we going to do a geographical well, thing and, and not worry about the leagues anymore? And, and don't, and don't mm -hmm. forget, uh, like I said, baseball really wants uh, a team back in Montreal. They do. So you're, and, you're, you're probably going to see uh, uh, Eastern Division kind of uh, – uh, with uh, with Toronto and Montreal included, you uh, with thirty two teams, you might see uh, you know eight fourteen division. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but how they'll be done, whether they'll be done by a league or by done by geography only. You know, yeah. that's what we did. Yeah. The bed, there'll but be if, a big fight. If, if it's a league, what I'm hearing is, of course, the Rangers would, and Astros would be in like the American League South with either Tampa Bay and whoever they would get, whether, you know, however they would work, maybe Kansas City, they do it, something like that. And then, but if geographically, geographical, then, you know, they'll, Anything that's in Tampa Bay out of our hair is okay with me. <laughs> I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to keep. <laughs> we will follow all the divisions and things as they happen. That's a, that's, yeah, that's going to be a real fight because the traditionalists will still want the American National League. That's but on right. the other hand, the geography—you know, you, you, Mets and Yankees all the time—and uh, you know, Phillies and Red, you know, there, there's arguments. Mm -hmm. Okay, Corey Seager of the uh, Texas Rangers out four weeks with a low-grade left hamstring uh, issue. Uh, Jordan Walker had 12-game hitting streak at the beginning of his career, and for the Cardinals, the longest 
longest, longest since 1912 for a 20 or younger uh, player. So that's pretty cool. Uh, he started to cool off in the Pirates series. I was listening to some of that on Sunday. So, but still, great start. Uh, Tampa Bay, of course, started 13 and 0, and they tied Atlanta of 1982 and Milwaukee of 87 for the uh, the top start. You know, as far as undefeated uh, streak at the beginning of a season. And uh, as I said, the Braves did make the postseason. The Brewers did not. So we'll see about that. Of course, it's a lot easier to make it nowadays. Um, and, and then uh, Toronto did beat them uh, a couple of times this weekend. So San Francisco signed Logan Webb, uh, pitcher, five years for $90 million. Uh, and this from 2024 through 2028. Uh, and then we already talked about the TV booth in Oakland. So, uh, so an, another thing that we got uh, – Oh, oh, here we go. Here's another news and notes. This I heard on the game on uh, Sunday with the Red Sox. They brought a lot of memorabilia. The Red Sox were honoring the 2013 team, and they brought a lot of memorabilia from the from the Hall of Fame. And the Hall of Fame spokesman, I don't remember his name, said there's going to be a ship commissioned on May 6th in New York City, the USS Cooperstown. And it's going to be, uh, and I guess there'll be stuff on there to honor the uh, – uh, 70 Hall of Famers who were in military service. There are 350 Hall of Famers, but there are 70 who had uh, military service. And, of course, we have some famous ones like Ted Williams and so forth, but a lot of them just served, uh, you know, as, as time went on in various capacities. So they're going to have a ship that's going to honor those those uh, in, in all services, not just the Navy. So, And so that that's uh, kind of cool. I hadn't heard about that. Uh, okay, the Red Sox had their, their game on Sunday was one hour and 57 minutes against the Angels when they won it, and that's the fastest game at Fenway Park since October 1st of 1989. Now, remember that those last games of the season were always notoriously fast. Even I don't care what kind of rules you had. They were just fast anyway, especially if two teams uh, didn't uh, weren't going to make it. The Red Sox uh, beat the Brewers, good old Brewers from the American League, then 5-1, to one, and, uh, and it was the last day Ken Coleman, that was the last major league game Ken Coleman ever did. He retired after that. Uh, and then we had a big discussion about beer sales because some teams want to extend beer sales beyond the seventh inning, Arizona, Texas, or they have Arizona, Texas, Minnesota, and Milwaukee, of all people. You would think they might. Uh, and they're going to sell in the eighth inning. Baltimore, through the eighth inning or 3.5 hours, whichever comes first. So they, they, they oil themselves up pretty good. And, of course, in years past, to watch that team, you kind of had to. So, But Matt Strom coached the Phillies. Can you kinda, me sober? <laughs> yeah, you can now. They're pretty good. Well, you can uh, now, but you couldn't back then. Couldn't yeah. then. Matt Strom, uh, Philadelphia pitcher, is opposed to the move. But, the, you know, it's one of those things. If you want to drink, you're going to drink. There's bars within walking Correct. distance. There's, I, I went to a bar in the Cincinnati Stadium when we got rained out on uh, July 4th of 2013 in Columbus. And it was a full service, you know, all, all the drinks you, you would want. I had beer, but, I mean, you had the hard stuff. And food. I mean, you had a good regular menu. So this stuff right in the ball club, the ballpark. So it's not like the owners are going to lose all kinds of money, a lot of them. In other places, however, it is more the neighborhood bars. But like I said, if it game is to get over 10 o'clock and you don't feel like going home till midnight you can go out and drink somewhere for two hours if you're we, you know not with your family or whatever we went through this in austin when they decided to sell beer at the university of texas games and people are like wait a minute they're going to go to the games to get but like they said you have people especially in college football you have people tailgating anyway if nothing else if we can get them in the game they may have less beer because, oh, they're in here drinking till whatever time they cut it off. They're drinking till the eighth inning. 
it may cut down because, oh, it's the seventh inning. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and leave and go over to this bar and watch the end of the game because it's a blowout either way where, hey, they might stay and pay drink the $10 uh, cu- styrofoam cup of hot beer with foam for the eighth <laughs> inning instead of going to the bar and drinking the $5 beer. You know, it's kind of a logic, and I know uh, DWIs went down after they added uh, added beer sales at Texas uh, football games. So. All right. Hmm. Well, okay. we have um, Pierre, but before while Pierre, while you're unmuting, um, Rob Manfred, in his alternate ultimate wisdom, as as we know right. he has, apparently now in the Atlantic League, they are going to try a new rule in the Atlantic League where you can have a designated pinch runner. It's okay. like it's like is there anything? It just anything that he will leave alone. Herb Washington <laughs> remember, lives. Yeah, and remember the Atlantic. The Atlantic League is not an official it minor league of no. MLB, but the, but they try out, but they have a kind of an agreement to try out rules that they're looking at or MLB. But, but but you know, here's the thing with the new rules, like the pit. I don't know why they don't just say pitch clock, but it's the pitch timer and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Ratings and attendance have been up this year, so that's going to be helpful. Yes. But if you, but if you start just trying to dumb the game down, no. you're not going to succeed with all of it. Pierre, come on in. But, you know, just before Pierre comes in, when the next movie about baseball comes out, there's no clocks in baseball. Yeah. Go ahead, Pierre. I thought I, I, I read somewhere today where Jacob deGrom is hurt again. Uh, he? Yes. No. He left the game last night, and they're they're going to test and figure it out. So yeah. they don't th- they don't think it's serious, but we'll see. And then, and then, and then I don't know if this is a NASCAR uh one or not, but uh, Tony Stewart, who is one of NASCAR's biggest stars, uh, left. He's left NASCAR and gone to NHRA. Uh, he yeah, married. Yep. He married Leah Pruitt, who drives top fuel drags at three hundred and twenty-seven miles an hour, and Oops. so he won his first NHRA race yesterday. Did he beat oh, wow. her? Did he? Now, no, Pierre. Did he win it by her finishing second? No, because oh, well, that would have made that would have made some controversy, uh, wouldn't it? Yeah, they're in different classes. She's in top fuel. He's in top al- alcohol. Okay, oh, top alcohol. I'm in that class. <laughs> there's a lot of Pierre. There's a lot of people who would love to join that class. There are. Yeah, there are. They want the beer sales extended through the tenth inning. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and uh, so some uh, some people would want that beer sales. Just you know, just let them hang out to drink the beer. Now, the other part of the beer sale thing, just to mention, and Rick will remember this, what time did we used to be able to get into the game, Rick? Like 5 o'clock or something like that? Yeah, it was like that. game? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we could sit around and watch batting practice, whoever heard of such a thing, uh, you know, and, and have a few beers before the game even started. So yeah, now, now, and now you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to go into the ballpark when they have batting practice. You might see the very end of it, but you won't see the whole thing, that's for sure. See, and well, I remember back in the 80s when we had a minor league team in Waterloo where I grew up, and we go to games all the time and watch batting practice, get something mm-hmm. to eat and something to drink. Uh, yeah. and well, went to the Car- Cardinal Astro game at the Astrodome. We were there in time for batting practice. And now, when they had, I was telling, we were talking about the old days, you know, before the 60s. What they did was the games all started at 8 o'clock. And so the game, if it was a night game, it got over maybe about 10, 15, 10, 30, because they were short like they are nowadays. And you still, people still felt like they got home on time. They'll never move that up, though. It's still going to be 7 o'clock. But seven oh because they want the kids to go. So it's going to be. And we've got some six forties now. A lot of six forties. We get yeah. seven ten. But if they do that, it, and it gets to be 
45, 10 o'clock, and the guys are out, they're not going home. I mean, they're going somewhere. No, right? They'll get their beer either way. Oh. You know? And, of course, in the 80s, uh, one of those teams, Sean, that uh, I went to see, Greg Swindell was on that team. Oh, go. yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I did not bring, but we can do this because uh, we, I, I got an NFL note. I got stuff. Yeah, NFL, yeah, 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 but I I must have left that downstairs. And, and I know but, and I know Rick is always covered with NFL. Yeah. Stuff. So we will we will start with the sale of the Washington Commanders. And why don't you guys talk about that for a minute? Well, Josh Harris, who owns the New Jersey Devils and Philadelphia Seventy Sixers, is leading the group that made a bid for six billion dollars. And Daniel Snyder has apparently accepted. I don't know what the status of that sale is because Josh Harris has to uh, get rid of his interest in the Pittsburgh Steelers before that can go right, through. Right, which is a formality. He'll do that. Yeah, yeah, He'll do that. Yeah. But, uh, and they will make that, and the owners are going to talk about that, Robert, the, uh, the sale of the commanders <clears throat> at their owners' meeting in May. Okay. I think they'll yes, finalize they it since he's already – see, a lot of what the owners go through is vetting, is this a guy to bring into the club? Well, yeah. this guy's already part of the club because he owns part of the Steelers. So they already did that. Yeah. So they're good to go. I'm sure they'll sign off on this uh, in a month or so. Right. You know? So, yeah, and Magic Johnson's included, and there's several other people included in this group. Uh, but it looks like Josh Harris is going to be the main – uh, money person as far as yeah, and he uh, owns the Seventy Sixers and the Devils, I guess, the right? Devils, yeah, yep. yeah. Okay, so, so maybe so he'll want to cool. move. Maybe he'll want to move him to New Jersey, and then that'll get some controversy started. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think he'll do that. So uh, we well, that, big, that would uh, help us if he would get controversy started. That's it's always yeah, a good thing. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, the Commanders do need a, a brand new stadium. I hear that stadium is not in very good shape. Uh, so that's yeah. ridiculous. It was only built. What would you say, Rick? About twenty years ago. Yeah, but I, I I have heard like Robert said it. I've heard it's a dump. Yeah, okay. Craig Way, Craig Way talked about it doing the Texas Maryland game at FedEx Field, and he said it was a dump. It was it was built very cheaply and very poorly, is what he said. And you remember who built it? Jack King, Jack Kent Cook. Yeah. And they they coined a town there to build it in Ral John Maryland, which was named after his two sons, Ralph and John. Oh, okay. was, I don't know if they've changed the name since Cook's <laughs> gone. They maybe have another name for it, but that's what it was. I remember at the time that they that they said so. That was right at the end of his time owning the Redskins before he sold it to Snyder. So, and that's yeah. pretty good because he built the fabulous forum, and I think it was pretty good building. It's kind of surprising that well, he did yeah, that. that. Matter of fact, uh, Steve Ballmer bought the property where the forum is, and that's where he's building the new Clippers arena. So. That's right. That's oh. right. So the big signing this week was Jalen Hurt. Uh, signed with the Eagles, and I because I don't have my sheet, but do you guys it's, remember the uh, number? Five years, two fifty-five million, one hundred eighty million dollars guaranteed. Guaranteed, yeah. So fifty-one million, and then uh, let's see if we can do this because again, I had this written down. David USF gave us the top five players; they're all quarterbacks, and I would have had the numbers if I had the sheet with me, but it's okay. And really, the top two, and there's a drop off after. You, you can see why Hertz is getting what he's getting. He gets them to the Super Bowl. He's been spectacular the last couple of years. That's fine. Aaron Rodgers, for service rendered over the years, I mean, always had him in contention. That's fine. You know, had issues maybe with the playoffs. But the other three are in some order. Kyler Murray, no, not no. really. Uh, Deshaun no. Jackson hasn't really proven anything yet. Deshaun Watson. Watson. Deshaun Watson, I do that all the time. Yeah. And then uh, who and who was the other one? You guys remember Patrick who that Mahomes. was? Patrick No, Mahomes. no, it's not Mahomes. No, no it wasn't Mahomes. Oh, oh man. No. Uh, Watson? Uh, Josh Allen? No. No, no, it was oh, – well, well, well. We'll, we'll find it next week because I have it, and yeah. uh, you know we'll put it in here. But no, it's it drops off, you know, to to uh, uh, Watson and um, and Kyler Murray and oh man, 
Huh, not that, Stafford, that, is it? No, no. Uh, and now, of course, Lamar Jackson says he wants more than Hurts. Yeah, he right. yeah. came out and said, yeah. uh, you need to stop that Baltimore. No, Patrick Mahomes does not ask for more because he's, he realizes, hey, he has the, you know, his agent, I think he has Lee Steinberg, and they know, hey, we can get a winning team, you can get paid, and you can get in. I look at all the endorsements he gets. For Brady. Well, he's and doing all it the Brady stuff. way. He's doing it the Brady way. Yeah. That's what yeah. he's doing. And Peyton yeah. Manning. Peyton Manning, same thing. Peyton that's Manning, right. Yeah. That's right. First, would, would the fifth one be uh, Russell Wilson? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, you're that's absolutely right. So Russell Wilson now, on the face of it, that looked pretty good, but it hasn't worked out yet. Now, it might. Uh-huh. It might. And we'll see what yeah. uh, can be done with him with, now with the new staff involved. But, yes, it is. Thanks, Rick. And uh, so, but that, th- there's a big drop off. You know, you totally give it to Hertz at this point. If you're going to give out that money, if he's not going to do it the way Brady and uh, Manning did it, but you can totally give him the money. You can totally give it to uh, Rogers based on past performance. If you're again doing money, but Russell Wilson, yeah, he had a pretty good past performance, but he's really struggled now. And then the well, other two have not proven anything. And, I, and, and I, also remember, uh, Hertz was in the same draft as Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow, and Hertz wasn't picked until the second round. And those yeah, guys are still, and Burrow and Herbert are still coming up for contracts. That's they it. Are. That, yeah. that was that was where I was going, Perry. They're going to they're going to be the next two that are going to get raises. Yep. Yeah, also with also career. with Hertz. I think average-wise, his is lower than Deshaun Watson's because it's a longer contract for $50 million, where I think Watson's is a shorter. But, I mean, well, they, he me gave the annual salary, so that wouldn't be true. And so what's happened is you've seen, remember, everybody's mad at the Browns for giving all that money to Watson. Now yeah. you've got teams that have uh, pa- pa- you know, passed them. Right. You know, with yeah. the amount per year. So this was an but amount per year. But they weren't so year. mad about them giving them that money. They're mad about making it all guaranteed. Exactly. Yes, that, that yeah. too. Yeah, that, that really bothered them. So yeah. that was it. And then uh, we had oh, a couple Oh, that's what it is. His, his entire guaranteed. Uh, yeah. Is, uh, that's right. right. Okay. But no, the average, he's, he's like a fifth, a fourth, I think, yeah. in uh, something like that. I think he's had a Murray, but that's it. Yeah. And, of course, Murray is really, that that's a bad one because, you know, yeah. we don't even know. You know, he's coming off an injury, and we've got to give him some slack for that. But he wasn't doing so hot for the injury. So, right. you know, anyway, uh, we had a couple of moves uh, today, right, Rick? We had the trade with the Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers and, uh, acquired wide receiver Allen Robinson from the Rams, and they're, they're flipping seventh-round draft picks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also had, uh, now, I remember a couple months ago, we had a caller, and I don't remember her name, but she's a Chiefs fan. Pam. Wanted to know, wanted to know when, yeah, okay, now that Matt Moore retired, who was going to back up uh, Patrick Mahomes, and we said there would all, you know, the quarterbacks would, would fall, and we have, well, I don't know if it's the answer, but we have a answer today. They, the Chiefs signed Blake Gabbert, so that's oh, what we're getting excited. Gabbert, yeah. Blake Gabbert. Gabbert. Blake Gabbert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and, uh, you know, all I know is when these names come up, I always say Jacksonville because that's where they all play. Yeah. I, yeah. I can never remember who they are, but they yeah. all played there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Dolphin signed wide receiver Choice Anderson. Now, you may say, who is Choice Anderson? He used to be Robbie Anderson. He changed his name. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> okay. He yes, on he the did. Okay. And, yeah. the, uh, and DeMar Hamlin was cleared today for four yeah. football Yep. Um, activity participation yep. so yep. That, mm-hmm. that's good news and, that's, and other than that I mean, we're still waiting on Aaron Rodgers but now it looks like that won't be done until well, at least draft night from what and, I have heard they ha- they pretty much agreed to it and it might be announced on draft night yeah yeah, yeah but they're all and the DeMar go ahead Sean go ahead John, John. I think Oh, he's out left. What was yours, Robert? Go ahead, go uh, ahead, Robert. I, I was going to say there, there's also talk they may have to wait until after June first because of salary cap issues. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So. yeah, there were different deadlines involved, and and the Packers have to get it done with the, by the day before the season. They're stuck with a lot of money. I know that. 
Yeah. So there is that. And, but I don't remember. The June 1st did change the dynamics in some yeah. way. Anyway, go ahead, Sean. Well, I was just going to say the DeMar Hamlin story. I, I don't know. It's good. I'm happy. But I still... I still have concerns, you know, and I don't know. We can talk about that more than I, later. I, you know, I do not because he went through a extensive tests of his heart, and it did not damage his heart. You know, it was a, it was just a, a yeah. an injury, like a broken bone or something, and it just happened to hit his heart at the right way, yeah. and they had, they had the technology. And a lot of medical disabled. people, a lot of medical people had to uh, approve this. So, Absolutely, you know. And he has spoke out. He has spoke out in favor of defibrillators at all uh, at all sporting events. He has gone yeah, to right. Congress and talked about. We're going to Sean. Anyway, we're going to speak out of you wrapping it up. Though. Yeah, wrap it up, Sean. That's, That's right. what I was going to say. Yeah. All right, folks. We'll come on back next week if you're listening live. Stay tuned to Book Talk if you listen on the podcast. Get this wherever you get your podcast. Hit us up. Sports on all things radio dot net eight hundred six nine three zero five nine five option one. Come back next week with our draft prognostication. Our look ahead at the playoffs. And who knows what else. So until next week, we are out of here.